back to global value. In today's video, we will be taking a look at T-Roll Price Group, ticker symbol T-R-O-W. We will be performing a fundamental stock analysis of the business by taking a look at its financials. Before we get into that, let's remind ourselves of the four principles of value investing. Principle number one, when you purchase a share, what you're really buying is an ownership percentage in the underlying business. Over long periods of time, a stock is going to return what its underlying business returns. Value investing principle number two, Mr. Market is there to serve you, not to inform you. This means that a stock price will not always be the same as the underlying intrinsic value of the business. It's our job as investors to identify when price and value widely fluctuate from one another. Value investing principle number three, margin of safety. In order to deliver long-term superior risk-adjusted returns, every investment requires a sufficient margin of safety. And value investing principle number four, or circle of competence. In order to avoid big catastrophic mistakes and in order to have the conviction to stay with a business long term, we as investors need to stay within our circle of competence and really understand a business both inside and out in order to invest in it. With that being said, let's get right into our analysis of T-Row Price. This type of stock analysis is just going to give us a foundational, fundamental starting point solely based on the financials of the company. T-Row Price currently trades for $140 a share. They've been down 21% over the past year. Over the past 10 years, however, they've done decently well. T-Row Price has returned 8.8% compounded annually. Going back to 2005, the stock of T-Row Price has returned about a 10% compounded annual return. One of the reasons I'm interested at looking at T-Row Price is that its stock is currently trading just above its 52-week low, down quite a bit from its 52-week high. Nonetheless, T-Row Price is still a $32 billion market cap. Now for some background about the business, T-Row Price provides asset management services for individual and institutional investors. It offers a broad range of no-load U.S. and international stock, hybrid, bond, and money market funds. At the end of 2021, the firm had approximately $1.7 trillion in managed assets composed of equity, balanced, and fixed income offerings. Approximately two-thirds of the company's managed assets are held in retirement-based accounts, which provides T. Rowe Price with a somewhat stickier client base than most of its peers. The firm also manages private accounts, provides retirement planning services, and offers discount brokerage and trust services. The company is primarily a U.S.-based asset manager, deriving just under 10% of its assets under management from overseas. T. Rowe Price Group was founded in 1937 and is based in Baltimore, Maryland, with additional offices across the globe. So now that we've gotten a background of the company, now let's get right into our fundamental analysis. We are going to be performing an eight-pillar analysis popularized by Everything Money. Starting off with pillar number one, we're looking for the average five-year PE to be below 22 and a half. And we can see that T-Roll Price's average five-year PE was 15 and a half. So that's a check there. Currently, they're trading at about a 10.5 PE. Pillar number two, we're looking for their average five-year return on capital to be above 9%. T-Row Price does a fantastic job of earning high returns on their capital. Over the past five years, their average return on capital 
has been 31.5%, more than three times the metric we were looking for. So they do a phenomenal job there. That's another check. Next, for pillar number three, we're looking for five-year revenue growth. This one's going to be another check. In 2017, they had $4.8 billion of revenue. And in 2021, they had $7.7 billion of revenue. So far, so good. Three check marks through three pillars. Pillar number four, we're looking for five-year net income growth. This one's going to be another check. In 2017, they had $1.5 billion of net income. And in 2021, they had $3 billion of net income. So they've doubled their net income over the past five years. That makes this the fourth check in a row. Four for four, we're off to a hot start. Next for pillar number five, we're looking at shares outstanding. We don't want a company to be issuing new shares and diluting existing shareholders. This is one of the secret ways that kills returns for shareholders. Fortunately, this isn't the case for T. Rowe Price. They've actually bought back some shares over the past five years. In 2017, they had 245 million shares outstanding, and they've reduced this to 229 million shares outstanding as of the end of 2021. So we have five checks in a row. Next for pillar number six, we're looking for five-year free cash flow growth. So in 2017, T. Rowe Price had a negative free cash flow number. They actually had free cash flow of negative $21 million. However, they've grown this. In 2021, they had free cash flow of positive $745 million. Filling in these in-between years, in 2018, they had positive free cash flow of $1.4 billion. In 2019, they had positive free cash flow of $1.3 billion. And in 2020, they had positive free cash flow of $1.6 billion. Free cash flow is cash from operations minus capital expenditures and minus cash acquisitions. And if we look over these five years, we can see that T. Rowe Price is a business that really doesn't have to spend a lot of money on CapEx at all relative to its cash Cash flows. However, in 2021, they did pony up a lot of cash for a major acquisition. They made their largest acquisition in company history, acquiring Oak Hill Advisors for $4.2 billion at the end of 2021. So involved in this deal was almost $2.5 billion of cash. So that was a major use of their cash in 2021. And we can see that over the past five years, they've steadily grown cash from operations while maintaining only incremental growth in their CapEx. So that's a really good sign. They're able to grow those free cash flows while not growing CapEx and while earning those gaudy returns on capital. These fundamentals are looking really good so far. Next for pillar number seven, we want T. Rowe Price's net debt to be below their five-year average free cash flow multiplied by five. Their free cash flow in an average year over the past five years comes out to just over $1 billion. However, looking at their net debt, which is their short and long-term debt minus their cash and cash equivalents, they actually have negative net debt. So what this means is that on their balance sheet, they actually have more cash and cash equivalents than they do debt. So basically, they have $1.1 billion sitting in cash and cash equivalents. So this is going to be a check without even doing that calculation. So far through seven pillars, we have seven checks, guys. Finally, for pillar eight, we're looking at their free cash flow yield relative to their current market cap. We want their market cap to be below their five-year average free cash flow multiplied by 20. So their current market cap is about $32 billion. And as we found out, 
their average five-year free cash flow is just over $1 billion. So multiplying that by 20 gives us $20 billion. So unfortunately, this is our first and only X for the day. Their market cap of $33 billion is greater than that free cash flow of $20 billion. Their free cash flow only comes in at two-thirds of their market cap. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that the business is overpriced right? We had seven checks and their PE wasn't high. One thing that'll give us more context here is how their revenues have changed. So they've had revenue growth. The big, big one, the jump in 2021. Before that, year over year, it was in this five to 10 and a half percent range. So they are still growing revenues at a pretty healthy rate. Another thing to mention about T. Rowe Price is that they pay a large dividend of 3.1%. And one way to check if this is healthy or not is to look at their payout ratio. We want companies to be paying out less than 60% of their earnings. That way we can know that they can healthily support this dividend into the future. As we can see, that's the case here with T. Rowe Price. They have never gone above a 40% payout ratio in the past five years, still maintaining a dividend yield that is nearly double the S&P 500 right now. So in summary, T. Rowe Price checks the box on seven out of our eight pillars. The only pillar that they missed was how their free cash flow compares to their market cap. You know, this is a company that's trading for a reasonable PE, has very high returns on capital, has seen five-year growth in revenues, net income, and free cash flow. They bought back shares and they have more cash on their balance sheet than debt. They also pay a great healthy dividend. So this is definitely a stock that I would look at as a potential dividend growth stock into the future. They have quite a long history of paying out dividends. And this is one that's similar to uh, both Starbucks and PayPal. I'm keeping on a pretty tight watch list. A great way to dig into the company and learn more about it is by looking at its filings. So at this point, if you're thinking about potentially investing in T. Rowe Price, just want to say slow down a little bit. This type of analysis is just a starting point. So even though it looks really good, there's still work that needs to be done to understand the business in more depth. This goes back to that fourth principle of value investing which is staying within your circle of competence. So one way of developing your circle of competence here is to read through some of T. Rowe Price's filings, read through their annual report, dive into a 10K, and spend some time learning about the history of the business. It's also an important activity as an investor to maintain your objectivity. So as you're thinking about potentially investing in a business, it's important to form both a potential long thesis for the business as well as a potential short thesis for the business. That way you're thinking from both sides and you're able to better weigh those two against each other. Well guys, that's it for today's video analyzing T. Rowe Price. If you enjoyed the video, please be sure to like the video. Comment down below what company you want me to take a look at next and subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos. Thanks for watching all the way to the end and have a great day.